0: to hit record sorry um all right so chapter 13 if you're following along in the book of nelson the correct name of the church now wasn't this like exciting to go through again i mean yeah we we've touched on it lots of different times as since it's been given and stuff but really trying to deep dive through it was quite eye-opening uh some of the the different insights and uh the testimony and any anyway, just everything was so game-changing for me this week uh having read this again so anyway just what what stood out to you guys what um uh, helped you recommit to uh, to use the correct name of the church
1: it has always bothered me that we Mormons. that never settled right with me at all i never liked that
0: mm-hmm.
1: I with the campaign but i did not feel good with that i'm a mormon thing
0: yeah like how many different campaigns have we done throughout the years right i'm a mormon or meet the mormons mm-hmm. and all these different things
1: <laughs> yeah it never it never felt right and when the, the when the logo was changed and the name of the church emphasized that was just like the angels singing everywhere it was amazing
0: yeah yeah i felt the same Um so kind of diving into to verse one there, I, I thought this was really interesting. So'm I'm, I'm really trying to do lots of like word studies, you know, like Isaiah helped me uh, in that, but looking at pronouns, looking at verb conjugations and, and all the the like, all the nerdy things, right? Um, in verse one, there the use of we and the use of your was really intriguing to me because I'm trying to identify, who he's talking about with all of these different pronouns so um when it says that on this beautiful sabbath day we rejoice together in our many blessings from the lord we are very grateful for your testimonies of the restored gospel of jesus christ etc is the we the same referring to the same group of people in both context or is this different because it seems very different and i just wanted to get in and get your guys's opinion and if so who is he referencing with the we so just kind of reading it again as we're we're looking at it on this beautiful sabbath day we rejoice together in our many blessings from the lord so that lord right there uh, helps identify that the lord is not included in the we right But yet, the next one, we are very grateful for your testimonies of the restored gospel of Jesus Christ. And I found that very interesting, how it switches just from one sentence to the other. But anyway, what are your thoughts? Why is that important? Hmm. Or is it? (laughs) Maybe I am barking up the
2: wrong tree. (laughs) Well, we studied this together. And I if you read that first one we rejoice together I think he's talking about all the members and everyone watching we rejoice together but then it goes on and it's it seems like a whole different thing we are very grateful for your testimonies and I put down that's President Nelson and Jesus
0: Christ because right, who are the, the different possible means. groups? Like it could be him and the apostles, it could be the first presidency, it could be the Godhead and, and the prophet at the time. Like it's kind of interesting to ponder upon that and and figure what that that group is that's grateful for our testimonies
3: I, pro- I thought it was the apostles, but now that you say that, there are a lot of possibilities.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah and so uh, just kind of reading that we are grateful for your testimonies of the restored gospel of jesus christ for the sacrifices you've made to stay on or return to his covenant path and for your consecrated service in his church anyway i, I that first verse it it, <laughs> it took us a good 15 minutes 20 minutes to like just really ponder over that and like um after doing that study, now all of the talks that I've read since then have been I've been noticing, when he says we or your like, who is he referring and um, uh, who is he lumping himself in with when he's talking about the we, uh, because it changes frequently as President Nelson's talking. Yeah, I thought that was just kind of. Yeah, and
4: I've noticed quite a lot lately. I don't know. I might have told you guys this, this always, but especially since conference has been shut down and closed. I've always watched him he'll glance up like Jesus is just right there like
3: go buddy <laughs> <You
4: know?
3: laughs> he's there
4: i I notice it quite often if you guys go back and watch the especially the 2020 to 2022 ones when it was closed he's there it's like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah it's very interesting
4: this.
1: Cameron. Yeah. Um, on page four of President Nelson's talks, there was a very interesting statement where he says, Oh, and now I can't, but. You're good.
0: <laughs> You're good.
1: Let me find it here. Okay, it's down at the bottom, verse 15. Mm hmm devotion to god our eternal father and to his son jesus christ i know them
4: Do i underlined that
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, i think he's pretty tight with them yep. <laughs> go back to the beginning of that um because i'm not in your in the book but how does that part start
0: uh-huh. So this is from his uh, first talk um, as president of the church. It's not in general conference. This is uh, from the Salt Lake Temple uh, when he's given oh, okay. that, that address or whatever to the, the members of the church. Okay. Um, uh, just kind of explaining how they're, they're going forth. But he says, I declare my devotion to God, our eternal father and to his son, Jesus Christ. I know them. I love them and pledge to serve them and you with every remaining breath of my life that's how he he concludes that it's it's not the press conference but it's the one like actually in the the temple there Mm -hmm. but yeah (laughs) that's an amazing point right there to to bring into this Uh, as i'm making new footnotes in here uh, that's definitely one that that should go there shouldn't it chapter one verse 15
5: but yeah leslie I guess I will see a fly on the wall after all. Oh no, I'm getting feedback. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Um I don't have on my computer, I don't have a um camera or anything, so I need to get one. Mm-hmm. Um so when we when we were talking about this and and we were reading the second sentence. Um, I could feel my Aunt Rita's hand pressing on my back. So I thought, what if it's also uh, our ancestors from the other side that are so um, grateful mm-hmm. for our testimonies? That was not something that I thought of until she made herself known. So uh-huh. that's cool. Uh-huh. And Aunt Rita.
0: <laughs> yeah, as our ancestors are, are helping us and ministering to us and so... Of course, uh, they're going to be grateful for mm. our testimonies, for our sacrifices and for our consecrated service in his church. I, I love that. It's
5: like, I'm here. I'm so grateful. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, me too. <laughs> Studying with us.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's dive into the bullet points there uh, in between paragraphs three and four. Um, I think that those are, are very interesting to kind of study. And why are they different? Because, uh, like, what's different from a name change than a rebranding? What is cosmetic? What's a whim? Like, why does he go through and bullet point these things out? Because, uh, you know, this is such an important thing. As we've read through uh, this, this talk, I mean, it, it it's groundbreaking. I mean, it's, it's like we have to get back to this. And, but he wants to first explain, he says, let me explain why we care so deeply about this issue. Again, the use of we there. Who is he t- referencing? But first, let me state what this effort is not. It is not a name change. It is not rebranding. It's not cosmetic. It's not a whim. And it is not inconsequential. So, what is a name change? When, when we change names, uh, I mean, it can be... Uh, in various settings like what kind of name changes have there been in scriptures or when do uh, organizations here on earth change their name like what does a name change do like why do we change names ever and and just kind of like taking a look at that and why does he make it a point to say this is not one of those
3: well just like in our studies this week with um jacob how he has name changed to israel this isn't really a name change because it didn't get changed but it's also kind of a step like for him it was kind of like a step like to his next i don't know what's the word i'm trying to say kind of a moving forward and that's ha- that happened lots of times in scriptures mm-hmm. and this isn't a name change but i feel like it's definitely a step like defining who we are and not just like and that's what he says in it but I definitely felt like um, it's kind of like the Israel though Jacob and Israel it's like you know you're more than that you're not more you're not a Mormon you're a member of the Church of Jesus Christ a lot of these like yeah.
0: and so uh, in the context of Isaiah right that's where my mind always goes first <laughs> but um, whenever like what Avraham says a lot Every time that we ascend a level on the ladder, we receive a new name and a new purpose, a new um, uh, a new quest in life, kind of a thing, uh, a new responsibility.
2: And... and that was that's what exactly what Israel, um, Jacob receiving the name Israel was. It was yeah. So was... like
0: Abram changing to Abraham, Jacob to Israel. Um, these are name changes. They're uh, kind of levels up if you <laughs> want to talk about it that way. Um, but why is this not that? Um, because uh, the term Mormon was was a use of slander. It was a nickname. It was uh, an uh, epithet. That's not one of my <laughs> normal vocab words, but um, it's one of those epithets. It's, it's a demeaning thing. And this, uh, what President Nelson is saying is, this isn't Just some increase, like okay, you were Mormons and now you're Christians, kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. This is like no. I originally called you this, and you chose to go away from it. So now you're being brought back. It's not just a name change. I'm just reconfirming my previous statement that you are members of my church, kind of thing. I, I I don't know. It just hit me like a ton of
5: bricks. I wondered. I thought maybe it's like a course correction, like with your kids or you know, you, they get, you let them get away with a little bit here and a little bit there. And then all of a sudden you got to rein it in and say, "Uh, uh-uh. yeah. you you, you got to get back on the right path. And I mean, it could be in anything that we do, but that's kind of how I looked at it, that it was putting us back on that straight and narrow path because we were wavering off of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think we as members of the church chose to not go by that name. And later in the talk, he talks about how satan is delighted when we drop the name of jesus christ so i don't think it's something we chose i think it's something that evolved about the tradition satan.
5: the traditions of man the traditions of our yeah. forefathers that we went without yes. and then were the things that we're supposed to be pulling away from and not doing them things yes
3: well and also like i think back to my childhood my nickname is Kathy, but if my dad wanted my attention, he called me Catherine, like, and it caught my attention. There was no wondering who it was talking to. And I kind of feel like this is, it's a little bit like that, because if you look at at number eight, it says, he says, this is serious. And if we allow nicknames to be used or adopt or even sponsor those nicknames ourselves, he is offended. Mm -hmm. So like, it's all, you know, it, it catches your name when you're called your proper name. It catches your attention.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like when I was little, you know, I, I didn't think twice about being called a Mormon or calling myself Mormon. And I think it's kind of like that. Like I didn't necessarily know that I was offending uh, uh, Christ or um, uh, the spirit, you know, by, by using it. But I can definitely see it now. And especially yeah, yeah, yeah. now that we've had practice and, and time apart, looking back, it's like, how did I ever do that back then? But I think it's kind of uh, along the line what sure. Anna and Kathy were saying, there, kind of traditions. And, you know, once you know better, you do better. And uh, some of those traditions creep in. And sometimes you, you find yourself that you you're in need of repentance, even though it wasn't like this deliberate, like, yeah, I'm going to go against uh, Jesus and, and call myself a Mormon kind of thing. But mm-hmm. yet um, we have different levels of, of understanding kind of thing
3: exactly and it's kind of laziness too like mormon is a yeah. lot easier than that big mouthful yeah exactly
0: <laughs> and we're when all we were about on laziness
3: mission. right <laughs> we're all about convenience and laziness and doing this <laughs> as easy
1: as we can uh-huh. yeah. my
0: uh-huh.
1: immediate impression impression was when this talk was given was that the lord is touching hearts to find him not to find mormon mm-hmm And if you go looking for him, you're going to find him. You go looking for Mormon, you're not going to know where to look, but you're going to know how to find him this way because this is his true way.
0: Yeah, exactly. I love that. And so what is the difference between what we were just talking about there and rebranding? So why do companies rebrand themselves every once in a while? Like, why is this not a rebranding?
4: They do it sometimes to get away from something negative that's happened in the past, mm-hmm. so that they're not associated with that anymore.
3: Yeah, kind of like a new, um, a new face for their store or a new like just to catch attention, catch different feed on on um, the web. Um, it's just rebranding is a new way to start. Yeah, they have a new product or something.
5: Yeah. A start over or a, a, a something to catch the eye of somebody, something new, and mm-hmm. we're not something new. We're yeah. it wasn't something new. We didn't want to do that. We just want the correction.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I love that. And so, what is cosmetic? <laughs> you know, this could be like a, a can of worms, but like it's what?
5: lipstick on a pig.
0: <laughs> yep. I'm <laughs> <That's laughs> a, a hit. I'm yeah.
5: <laughs> <On the head. laughs> yeah. a So.
0: Why, like, what is the definition of a cosmetic? Like, what is the purpose of cosmetic things? You know, there's cosmetic makeup. There's cosmetic surgery. Like, what is the purpose of cosmetics?
3: Well, there's cosmetic, like, in the, like, when you redo the front of your house, too. Like, just, it's Mm -hmm. the presentation. It's the presentation. Mm -hmm, It doesn't change what's inside of it. And it's not... This is not cosmetic it's not a presentation this is like going back to the roots like you were saying we're going back to what we are and not because we've been on this um kind of veered off like you said kind of on this weird path of mormon and i don't think any of us really liked it like lara said like because a lot of people thought we you know that we worshipped mormon so yeah. So I just feel like it's getting back to where we were kind of, we kind of veered off for a while.
0: Yeah. To me, like cosmetics, this is an interesting one, but you know, cause I'm not a woman, I don't wear makeup, but <laughs> cosmetics have always been to me about, um, like keeping up with the Joneses or, um, Trying to, to raise yourself up to the par of, of somebody else's expectations, their their expectation of beauty, etc. You know, like I work a lot in Photoshop and so um, I'm always having to Photoshop people like, oh, can you remove that zip? Can you do this? Can you can you make all these cosmetic changes? And I'm like it's never gonna be natural. I, I mean what to what standard? Like you're always having you're never living up to your your true Identity and beauty and stuff—you're always trying to please somebody else, or or you think that that you're lowly and uh, you have to cover something, you know. Yeah, hiding
1: your flaws.
5: Yeah. Okay, I just had an epiphany. Okay, I do permanent makeup also, so go with me while I try and work this out in my head. Yeah. I do permanent makeup, where it's tattooing, eyeliner, eyebrows, different things like that. Okay, when we do that, it's most times it is to for convenience, shorten the length of what time you have to put into the effort that is the end result, taking away the natural beauty of what is really there. Sometimes there are people that really do feel inferior though that need it, that may you know, have a disease that they can't grow them kinds of things. So it helps them, but for the most part, it's the other and them things that I just kind of listed. I'm, I'm still going, my brain's still trying to wrap around that, that them are things that we don't want to do with our church. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like, I loved uh, applying those as you were saying them to what this is about the church, you know, like uh, it made a lot of sense.
5: Yeah, it just hit me. So I mm-hmm. had to go with it while I still have Well, it, my it can mind. also, <laughs> right, and
3: it can also be enhancing, like it, it makes it yeah. look better. Like, yeah, it might it might be worldly or whatever, but it enhance, especially like think about permanent eyebrows. Okay. So let's just go there for just a second. This could be a rabbit hole, but, <laughs> <die> <laughs> but this is not cosmetic. Like we're not trying to enhance what we have. We're not, it's not cosmetic at all.
1: Mm-hmm. So
3: it's like almost the opposite. Like it right. is just, so yeah, I really yeah. like that.
5: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it just is we're going back to what is the natural, the the beauty of what we started with instead of trying to put lipstick on
2: that pig. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. check, check the chat, Cameron. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh-oh.
0: <laughs> so speaking of cosmetics of a house this is Tracy if anyone's listening to it later. You're just drive on um, by. <laughs> I don't weed my front yard and leave it messy. So in the latter days people will just drive on by my home. <laughs> I live in a 102-year-old home. Uh old home and alone, do you think I will have them fooled? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'm doing. <laughs> so the people in Malta will know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. My yard's kind of a mess. Yep. Uh, I'm right there with you. <laughs> the <laughs> backyard is awesome
4: because you know the garden <laughs> and all the things.
0: Oh so you have like a telestial terrestrial, celestial thing going on with your you're outside. <laughs> you keep this. I just on, wanted to awesome. drive on
4: by with that first impression. <laughs> <laughs> <The hooters> and. <laughs> I love it. That's funny.
0: <laughs> I didn't
4: want to take us off track. Uh, you're good. Yeah. But yeah. That's uh, actually
3: the opposite of what everyone does, though, Tracy. I know. They try to make the front look the best so everybody sees the front. I know. And that, like, I know people like that, that like this amazing yard and amazing <laughs> house from the outside and from where you walk in. But then like their kids' bedrooms in the basement weren't finished. They were like just just the uh, not yeah. even walls up. Like it's yeah. <laughs> super nice to, to put curb appeal.
4: So and that's then, actually really technology.
3: cool. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> actually <laughs> really cool that you're not worrying that's about what bad. people judge you as and just oh, like, this care. is what I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that.
4: Mm-hmm. I, I weed and I do my stuff, but it's not the front yard. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. I love it. And I have a mean dog.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so where it's not a name change, not rebranding, not cosmetic, and it's not a whim. You know, this isn't just something, because how many prophets, if you've went back and, and searched this out, how many prophets have talked about the, the correct name of the church and how many have just been like passed uh-huh. off or whatever? It's just a whim. It's just one of those things that the prophets think they need to re- uh, reiterate every once in a while. But I mean, this one, like Nelson's like, this is going to stop here kind of a thing.
4: (laughs) Yeah, as I was reading all of the talks, there's a lot of talks sandwiched before this. Mm -hmm. It's like, wow, he's, he's just like, got a checklist. Okay, we've got that done. Doing all these things through each conference. Mm -hmm. All the things he fixed. It's so fun. And then did you guys listen to his talk this afternoon in California? Just... Yeah. all the things he's still got coming on I'm like nope. wendy you got to tell us
0: i know what did wendy say she's <laughs> she like
4: say much.
0: nelson comes home and he's like oh you won't believe what we yeah. put into place today or whatever and she's like well when can i see it and he's like that oh it's about sad. like 50 years out i'm like no fair wow. <laughs>
4: thanks spoiler
0: yep exactly And then his very last one, it is not inconsequential. I think that that's probably my favorite line of this whole entire talk because that like puts your antenna up going, okay, there's going to be some divine laws with their blessings and cursings announced here. So, I mean, that's, you know, kind of my focus as I'm going through President Nelson's talks here. And like, okay, what is the blessing of doing this? And what is the curse of doing this? And why is this important? And what can it pertain to in, in life? So did anybody take time to to go and and do that at all? Uh, Find the the divine law, the blessings, and the cursings?
2: No, I didn't. (laughs) I didn't find the blessing until his next talk. Mm -hmm.
0: Um,
2: Where where does that start?
0: So on page 48, it is the talk Becoming Exemplary Latter-day Saints.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they're in verse three at the end of it and actually it's the whole verse during this conference we have strengthened our resolve to execute the essential effort to honor the lord jesus christ every time we refer to his church i promise you that our rigorous attention to use the correct name of the Savior's Church and its members will lead to increased faith and access to spiritual powers for members of His Church.
0: Greater spiritual powers.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, did I say leave that out? Okay. Yeah. But anyway, so wait, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, Darlene. <laughs> I think. Were you so, I,
1: Was she done? So I wrote out the pl- the promises and the blessings.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, okay, asthma. I sent to you. Did you see it? Um, so the promises um, that I wrote down is we promise to follow him, repent, keep his commandments, and always remember him. Have uh, Jesus as our central focus of our lives, declaring, witnessing to others that Jesus is the Christ. Acknowledging Jesus is the source of power look to him, we will be patient, we will do our part, and we will reply, I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and then the blessings are, to have his power, the Lord will lead us, have access to the power of the atonement of Jesus, mm-hmm. bless, strengthen, and magnify us, exalt us, he helped Nephi build a ship to um, cross the sea, we have blessings um power like we have never seen power to take the gospel to everyone to prepare the world for the second coming of the lord for the build of this power
0: yeah I mean those are those are powerful if we'll take the time to really study those right mm-hmm. like he will pour down his power and blessings upon the heads of the latter-day saints the likes of which we have never seen that's not like we most likely have never seen or you know uh, we uh, like this is this is very prophetic we have never seen the likes of the blessings that that he will pour down on us if we do this I, that, that's a powerful promise
1: i did a <laughs> word count too out of this so through this whole talk um jesus was said 21 times church 59 last days once pattern once atonement three name 37 that was 135 times (laughs) and promise three and covenant one Mm -hmm.
0: that's awesome yeah it's so interesting did you do that
1: lakia did you make one
0: um i i'm in the middle of it
1: (laughs) i I sent one to you an email did you did you see that one
0: um let me you're
1: like rodolfo you're getting too busy to answer back
0: yeah (laughs) darn it (laughs) (laughs) i'm like really bad at it sorry that's okay that's okay okay yeah yeah i see it here correct name of the church
1: you can share it if you want
0: Uh uh-huh yeah i'm just bringing it up now just a second (laughs) (laughs) i love that you're like rodolfo you're getting too busy that is so true all right, so here is a Laura's chiasm.